when we can't be in our river, when we can't eat our fish, it kind of takes our purpose away. I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. In this episode, we're going to far northern California, where the Klamath River meets the Pacific Ocean. This year's drought is making a bad situation there even worse. Since early May, baby salmon have been dying from a warm water disease. A mass death of juveniles like this means they won't make it to the ocean and lay their eggs and won't make it back up the Klamath River in a few years. So I'm sharing the story I reported in the summer of 2017 when the number of Chinook salmon making their way up the river was the lowest on record. That was devastating news for the Yurok tribe, which has lived along and fished the Klamath for centuries. I'm with cousins Erica Chavez and Jerome Nick Jr. They both work for the Yurok Tribal Fisheries Department, and they're patrolling the Klamath, where the river flows into the Pacific Ocean. Nick perches in the front of the boat with Chavez at the helm. Where are we headed? The mouth. Checking to see if there's any tribal members fishing. Yeah. Then we're going to head up to the bridge see if there's anybody else up there. But Chavez and Nick are also volunteering, catching salmon for tribal elders. It's the only fishing allowed this year. No fish. They stop to check a net. No fish. The cousins are alone on the water today. But in a normal year, during commercial fishing season... This whole area is practically almost all the way, with nets all the way up to the bridge. I mean, this year is so different. Yeah, it's like a ghost town out here because there's nobody out. <laughs> Unlike a lot of Yurok, Nick didn't grow up fishing. He moved here six years ago to get away from family drama in Oregon. Now, when he's not working the overnight shift at Walmart, he's on the water. And how was it learning how to fish as an adult? It was hard at first, but what year was it that I pulled in that 50-pound salmon? 2011, I think. Chavez tells me she grew up with her family camping right here for the summer. My partner was my auntie. She's the one that taught me. And our whole bottom of our boat was just filled with fish. A rich salmon harvest means covering the basics. I mean, it it feeds our family. When commercial's here, we use that money to buy our kids school clothes. Chavez usually fishes for her grandma. Get her at least 10 to 15 fish every year. So it's in her freezer for the whole year. But not this year. She'll have to deal with deer meat or elk meat or something. This is the 55th Annual Salmon Festival. We'd like to welcome everybody. The parade is underway. Thousands of Yurok and friends gather every August for the tribe's Salmon Festival. There's a parade and a stick game that looks to my untrained eye like a cross between wrestling and field hockey. There's a card game with men singing songs for good luck. And true to the festival's name, there's salmon, cooked in the traditional Yurok way. Around the edge of a long, narrow fire pit, salmon skewered on redwood sticks form a kind of crown. Oscar Jensaw monitors the scene wearing a t-shirt that reads, 
fish boss. When you first start cooking, you get those uh, fat ring around the fish, just like a ring on a tree. So then when that fat starts dripping out of each of those rings, then that's when you know that side's done. Jensaw grew up in Klamath and has three sons and a baby daughter. My main goal is just to be able to pass this on to my boys. So one day I can just be the ultimate fish boss and sit on the side while they cook. So, <laughs> But he wants to teach them with salmon caught in the Klamath, not the fish he's cooking with today. These come from Alaska. The tribe had to buy the salmon the first time in festival history. Tribal Councilman Joe James is hanging out by the fire pit. Last year, we thought our fishing season was really, really low, and this year is a record one, unfortunately, on the wrong end. So few Chinook were expected to return to spawn this year that commercial fishing was shut down to protect them. Yurok were allowed to catch just over 600 salmon in a tribe of 6,000. Those low numbers are the end result of drought, disease, and a long history of habitat destruction. Yurok placed much of the blame on upstream dams that have blocked salmon from ancient spawning grounds for over a century. After years of debate and struggle, four dams are set to be removed by 2020, says James. We are uh, 2020, look forward for those dams to come down so we could uh, start the uh, the process of uh, you know healing our river. So with healing that river, it comes back with, with our salmon and our animals. In the parade, Analia Hillman commands the megaphone for the Klamath Justice Coalition. She says tribes along the Klamath have had to fight logging, gold mining, the dams, and now a proposed natural gas pipeline. If we're putting our water at risk like that, we're putting life on earth at risk. Hillman's a youth social worker. She says the river's poor health and the low salmon run impacts the whole Yurok culture and way of life. When we can't be in our river, when we can't eat our fish, it kind of takes our purpose away. And, and we have one of the highest suicide rates. I mean, we're in a state of emer- emergency for suicide. And I think that's directly correlated to, to the lack of salmon and our inability to continue our way of life. The Yurok have fought for years to maintain their ties to the Klamath River and its salmon. In the 1960s, game wardens arrested many Yurok again and again for gillnet fishing on the river, a practice banned by the state. One young man, Raymond Matz, challenged the arrests. His fight went to the U.S. Supreme Court, which reaffirmed the tribe's reservation status and fishing rights. Want to try some? Let's start at the end. This is lemon pepper. Thank you. His nephew, Paul Matz Van Mecklen, runs Paul's famous smoked salmon on Highway 101. Customers know he's open if there's smoke coming from the traditional fire pit in front. My Weber, my Yurok Weber. He started this shop 16 years ago after his grandma came to him in a dream. That's the stuff. Well, Chinook salmon, garlic flavor, cracked pepper, teriyaki. Lemon pepper. Where do you usually get your stock from? Klamath River. Not the last two years, though. Had to go to Columbia River. Hundreds of miles away in Oregon, buying from native fishermen there. Gas and payment for fish, those are big expenses for a business owner who usually fishes about 50 feet away from here. 
But the losses from not fishing, they go deeper than just finances. Like I got a, a niece, great niece with me. She's only two. But, you know, she helped started up the boat, you know, smiled and did all that last year. But her auntie was five when she pulled in a fish. So that whole part of learning and teaching them who they are and what's, what this river gives to them is kind of life in one way. I asked Vemeklin to tell me more about that one point, that fishing is who Yurok are. He gets emotional, even stepping out of the store for a minute before answering. So who am I? I had my grandma at a young age tell me that I had fish blood. Didn't understand it, didn't know why, but... You know, we're all fishing people. You know, you got to look down where we're from. And when you have fish blood and have to stay away from fishing in hopes of keeping salmon here in the future? Yeah, it's sad to stay next to the river and wake up and not see fish go by. That's the saddest part. Bad enough, you dream about it. He says all he can do is pray the salmon come back. That's it for this episode of California Foodways. The story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine and NPR's Here and Now. Our theme music is by Takanobu. We receive support from FERN, the Food and Environment Reporting Network, and from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com.